When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. It is Thursday, May 4th. My apologies about yesterday. I had a um, travel day. Uh, I was on Frontier Airlines and a very good experience on Frontier Airlines. Shout out to the crew from Atlanta to Trenton. I liked it. I was happy. Um, Let's see. Today, by the way, Star Wars geeks, uh, may the 4th be with you. (laughs) May the 4th be with you. I'm going to try and turn that up a little bit. Um, it is May 4th. Uh, I'm looking at quite a few things. Firstly, um, spy, uh, we had a quarter point rate hike yesterday at this point. Quarter point means nothing. I mean, don't be too freaked out. It does mean that Jay Powell is, um, watching, uh, inflation. If inflation comes out and it's still hot, he's going to raise the F (laughs) out of those rates still. So uh, be careful. Um, <clears throat> it goes back to sell in May and go away. There's a, a couple of things. Debt ceiling, you, you're hearing a lot about that. I, I personally don't think that anybody's going to let the country default. I think I think we've gone over this, and I think I've made it fairly public that my feeling on it is the Republicans' uh, house that they passed a, a kind of a common sense thing takes us back one year. It's not that big of a deal, but if the Democrats give in, they look weak, blah, blah, blah. I think at the end of the day, it's going to come out, it's going to be something, and you'll be fine. Um, Bank issues. Uh, DPST is just getting absolutely destroyed. We still have small bank issues. Uh, Remember that we're one of the only countries in the world with multiple banks. Uh, The majority of the world has one bank, even, a, you know, or two banks or three banks. There's not a lot of banks out there. So we still have banking issues. Employment is still strong, which the Fed does not want. And the stock market is refusing to go down. So I would not be surprised. Uh, I think uh, mo- the market is expecting it to halt um, the, all of the rate hikes. I would not be surprised if we go up. That's just my personal opinion. Um, I think. There's, you know, obviously they're data dependent. So if we have a strong inflation number and inflation is still at five, six percent, I I think the Fed just continues to go up and says, you know, as long as more things don't break, we're going to continue to hike. Um, and so <clears throat> it all goes back to uh, sell in May and go away. Eh, maybe that's a good thing. We'll see. Uh, but the quarter point rate hike, it means nothing. Um, let's talk about, I'm going to talk about SPY, then I'll get to DPST and why I think Schwab is still a good buy, even though it's down at 47. Um, here is SPY. You're still in on the four hour algorithm. 415.47 was the buy. You're still in there. Uh, it, it's probably going to get you out. We talk about button hooks all the time. This is probably going to get you out. You had a 2% gain all the way to here. You could have gotten out even higher. I think I think we're in a trading range between 380 and 420. 
I think until we break 420, anytime you get close to 420, if you've got winners and they're trading stocks, meaning they're not investments, but they're trading stocks, get out. Simple as that. Simple as that. Identify in your portfolio. Again, if you've got 65 stocks, you can't manage 65 stocks. Uh, my top is about 25. 25 to 30. Uh, pick your stocks. Have them in there. If you've got a full-time job, it's probably even less than 25. So identify good companies. Do not go into DPST and then you've got a Zoom meeting at 2 o'clock and all of a sudden DPST is down at 4. Uh, I, I said it yesterday in the private Facebook group. Hope and pray is a strategy that even I employ sometimes. Everybody does it. Emotions get into trades and you can't take them out. Um, you know, As much as you want to take them out, sometimes you just can't take them out. But emotions do get into trades and we're all guilty of that. But SPY, you're still in. I just think you're going to get out. There's this gap down here between 398 and 395. I think you're heading for it. Uh, we've got the monthly numbers coming out this week for the month of April. So be aware that those numbers could greatly affect it. We've been seeing some, um, uh, some companies like Qualcomm, uh, which is in our core portfolio, which I said, great buy up here at 117. Well, you're at 104 right now. Um, you, you're stretching this one. It's under its 200 day. I think at some point it gets back up to 121. They announced it last night. And they said cell phone demand is just not there. So boom, they're down 7% in pre-market at 104. Um, I think if you can get this one under 100, I think it's a great company at under 100. I, I think this is like Apple in the 120s. Uh, but I do think when you get up near the 120s on this one, uh, uh, on Qualcomm, I think you, you may want to trim it. Um, this is not an Apple. This is not one that I particularly hold for a very long time. I typically trade in and out of this one, but I do it on a long-term basis, on a one-year basis. Uh, I don't currently own it. I haven't been looking to get into it because I do own AMD. I own um, uh, and uh, several other chip stocks. So, But Qualcomm is one that I have in the core portfolio because, it honestly, it's probably one of the most consistent and, and, and most reliable uh, chip stocks. If we take a look at um, a weekly on Qualcomm, you can see hasn't really, you know, 110 to 170, and you're at the low there. Uh, this is COVID at 64. So ever since uh, about uh, March 8th, 2021, you've been kind of this range here. And I do think you're, you're still in a downward trend on Qualcomm, but it's a good company. It's run well. And they've got good chips. So uh, I think that's a good one for you. Uh, let's go, uh, you know, that's just an example of stocks that have been pulling back because they're pulling back their earnings. Um, one that, if you want to see one that I said, hey, buy under 40 uh, after its last earnings, look at that. Last earnings, it dipped down 41.31 was the buy-in on this one. You could have gotten it under 40. Uh, this day, March 2nd, uh, my mother's birthday, John Bon Jovi's birthday, it wound up going under 40. And I said, if you can get this one under 40, this is great. It's going to cover this gap. Well, you know what it did today? Uh, they announced good earnings. They announced that they are cutting 20% of their workforce. Let me get to my Shopify notes. Um, surprise profit. So they made a profit and they're cutting 20% of their workforce. Well, it's covered this gap. 
It's going to open up at 54. So you missed that, that gap. This ascending wedge was there. This is in the core portfolio. You could have looked at it. Um, I, I've, I've made mention of it before. Your boy here owns it. Uh, I actually do. Uh, I believe I'm making a, a significant profit on it now. Uh, I, have, I was at a loss for quite a while until it dipped down here in the 40s. But now I'm, I'm probably making a profit. Another one that you want to look at, that is earnings are coming up, Roblox. I said anything under 40 on this one. This one's starting to get confirmation here at 34. Their earnings are coming out on May 9th. So that's another one in the core portfolio that I think is a good one that, that you, could, you could get into. Now let's talk about um, uh, SPY and, and how today is Apple earnings day. I mean, it's the Super Bowl. Let's just make it clear. It is absolutely 100% the Super Bowl of this quarter. Here's Apple versus SPY versus QQQ versus the Dow Jones, DIA, uh, versus uh, IWM. Apple is up 33% year to date. The Qs are up 20%, 19.97. SPY is up 7%. Dow Jones is up 0.87. And IWM, your small and mid caps, it is down 0.62. So one of two things has to happen. Apple has to come down to meet these others or all of the others have to come up to meet Apple. Apple is driving this market. I mean, make no mistake, of that QQQ that's up 19%, that is a large part due to Apple. So um, their earnings today, I wouldn't expect much. I mean, let's take a look at the Apple chart. Um, 165, I said if you wanted to trim it and you had long-term gains, 170 was the point. Yesterday, it hit 170. Uh, its high was 170.76. So if you had a sell order in at 170, you probably made some money. Kudos to you guys. Remember, tip your bartender who told you to do that. Um, but if you didn't, I don't think you're going to get too hurt in the long term. If this is one that you have in your portfolio for your long term, I don't think this earnings period is the one that brings it back down to the October lows, or I'm sorry, the jet, the December lows of 120. Um, if we go back and we look at the October portion, uh, that low was 140. I think you could see it come back down to 150s, um, which I, I would tell you get in because with their uh, WWDC conference, Worldwide Developers Conference, I think that's what it's called, uh, in June, they're going to announce the headset. They're going to announce a new watch OS. They're going to announce new stuff. It's going to be probably a driver for this stock. Um, they may announce something new on earnings today. They may announce something, uh, in regards to India that gets them a little bit more out of China, which is a good thing. Um, so I think you've got those earnings that are coming up and that's just an overall look at the market and an overall look at Apple because Apple will drive, uh, the aftermarket today. Uh, if you think that Apple is going to, uh, to just tank buy SQQQ. Apple is driving that uh, SQQQ trade. You could even go with one of the Apple. Let's, let's Google this. Apple um, uh, single levered stocks. Let's see. Um, Apple single stock levered. AAPU, AAPD. One and a half times shares. One, you know, it's levered. If you think it's going to go down on earnings today, AAPD, AAPD. This has been to your detriment. You could use SQQQ as a way to play it as well. But look at that one. 
If you think that it's got to come up back up here to these 200, it's one and a half times. So you could trade this one today if you think it's going to come down. Um, I, I would rather see you, rather than sell Apple shares, maybe play AAPD if you think it's going to come down. Buy that one. So uh, there's your look at Apple. There's your look at SPY. Let's talk about some of the bank stuff. DPST. Um, there was somebody in the private Facebook group who said they were holding a large portion of DPST, thinking they would get back up to seven. My theory on this, it's more likely to get back to $5.50 than it is to get back to seven. Right now in pre-market, it is down 11, just 12%. This is a triple levered ETF. Um, do not just buy, hope, and pray this. This is one where you want to make sure that you have a, a stop loss. A Typically for me, since my goal is always to make 10%, I'm willing to risk 5%. So I'll throw in and, and I'll say, okay, DPST, if I lose 5%, then I, I want to actually get out. If it's a hope and pray situation uh, with a triple levered ETF, maybe I'll go to 10%. But if I go to 10% on the downside, I, I, in my mind, I'm going to try and hold on for a 20% on the upside. But just remember, with any stock, and this isn't triple levered stocks, this is any stock, absolutely any stock. If you lose 50%, say a stock is trading at $100, and for some reason it goes to $50. Well, you've lost 50%, and, and that hurts. But understand, it takes 100% to get back to even. That's why you don't want to fall in love with stocks and you want to make sure that you understand your downside before you buy. Taking emotions out of trades is near impossible. It's one of the, just one of the many reasons I have uh, these algorithms in TrendSpider and that I subscribe to TrendSpider. The $400 a year doesn't bother me whatsoever because you know what? If I didn't have TrendSpider and I didn't have these algorithms, quote unquote, to guide me, I would be probably having a lot more emotions in my trades than I am uh, with the four-hour algorithm or the 65-minute algorithm, and I wouldn't get out. I'd be spending a lot more than $400 on just the hope and pray strategy. So again, kind of a pitch. If you want TrendSpider, if you want these algorithms, if you want to try and get a little bit of emotion out of your trade... Uh, the link is in the description with code DSP25, getting you 25% off. You could wait for one of their sales as well. Um, as long as you're signed up under my code uh, and I get you switched over, um, I'll give you my algorithms. I'll give you my watch lists. I'll give you the, um, the scan market scanners that I use every day to look at it. I'll give you the core portfolio. Um, you can look at that. So that you could see that how, how big Shopify is up today. It's up at 54.20. I think it's going to go to 56 at some point today. But, you know, any reaction in the market is an overreaction. Uh, but DPST, uh, you're 12% yeah, you're down in pre-market. It's just, it's a bad situation. I wouldn't be putting my money into DPST. I think FAZ is the one. Uh, FAZ is the one that currently it's a three times levered financial bear. So as financials go down, um, this one goes up. Uh, it, April 24th, I had a buy-in at 2020. And right now you're trading at 2289. 
So you've gotten 20, uh, you're 10%. So I, I'd probably get out of FAZ, but again, that's the overall financial. DPSD, I haven't been able to find a triple levered regional bank ETF that's a bear. DPST is a bull. Uh, so what do you do with financials? Schwab, I've said it before, Schwab has a $2 billion bank. It's almost a $100 billion um, uh, a company. So a $2 billion bank won't take them down. But they're getting dragged down with everybody else. Forty-seven twenty-eight. it's trading right now. Down almost 2%. Uh, I've said uh, get in under 50. The CEO had buy-ins at 56, 58, somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, the algorithm got you in at 57. It got you out with an 11% loss. Right now, the four-hour algorithm does not have you in Schwab. Um, it has lost its confirmation. Uh, its uh, ex-dividend date is May 11th. I would assume that this one has a chance to go uh, back up. But the catalyst is just not there. Catalyst is all on the downside right now. Uh, I have not added to my Schwab since I bought it under 50. Um, but I plan to. I think Schwab is a good bank. Like I said, if I wasn't with Fidelity, I would be with Schwab. Uh, ones that I do own. Uh, Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo is one that I own, I think at about a $45 uh, price point is my average purchase price. I don't know a lot of it. I think it might be 42. I think I bought it back here. I am holding this one for one year. Uh, that's my plan to hold for one year um, and to do long-term capital gains on this one. But uh, that's one that I own. Uh, Bank of America, another one that I own. Uh, I bought around 30 to 27. I'm going to add to this one. Um, it's a good, good company. Good company. I think it's a $40 stock in, in, in a good market. Buffett owns this one. Um, the other one that I think is a good bank and a good opportunity is Citibank. Uh, again, none of these have confirmation, so I buy on the confirmation on the upside. But I do think that they're beaten down and they're beaten down unnecessarily. So those are the stocks that I'm in. Uh, if you have other banks that you want to get into, uh, J.P. Morgan, Goldman Sachs, I think you just wait for confirmation. I don't think that the banking system, as far as the large banks, is in danger. I think it's the regional banks that you could play, you could trade, um, but just realize that rug can come out of you pretty quickly. Um, so, um, talked about the mistakes that everyone makes, hope and pray. Um, oh, uh, I brought this one up the other day, and I'm no genius, but I kind of know what I'm doing. Sedge, I said, hey, buy it down here at 264, 270, somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, because it's going to go back to 300 and I thought the earnings wouldn't be as bad um, as Enphase and other ones are. Yeah, your boy was right. It's at 293 up 11% in pre-market. Uh, and that yellow line that you see there, that's 300 If you buy uh, under 300 and you sell over 300 all the way back here since November, eight times you were in profit. Eight times. Short-term profits, so you're paying taxes on that one, but eight times you were in profit. Uh, one that I want to alert you on that I don't have in the core portfolio, but it is a good company. Uh, hold on one second. Sorry, I had to put the blanket over the dogs. Um, is Starbucks. Starbucks had their earnings. Really good quarter. Bad China. So 
Starbucks is almost under 100. It's trading at 103, 104. Uh, I think anywhere close to 100 is a good buy. Uh, are you going to 120? I don't think so in the next couple of weeks, in the next month. This is one you just kind of hold on to. It's not super, super expensive. Let me see. Uh, it's PE. It's 36, 25. But it's a well-run company. I mean, if you go to Starbucks and, and, and you buy things at Starbucks, buy the stock. You know, $5 cup of coffee. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you might as well buy the stock if you're buying the coffee. So that's one absolutely 100%. If you use the product, you buy the stock. I don't, so I don't own it. But I, I do think under 300, it's a good one. Uh, Estee Lauder, horrible quarter. You can see $1.37, $1.34, $1.54, and then 47 cents. Uh, this is China. It's 100% the fact that nobody's uh, buying uh, cosmetics in China uh, because they weren't going out as COVID and they expected um, a big China. And so you saw this run up from 202 up to 250. Um, they're back at 202. And, and, you know, back in November was a good stock. I think it's a decent stock to buy here. Um, I think it's an overreaction. We talk about it all the time. One of my favorite sayings is any reaction in the market is an overreaction. I think 202 is not bad. So I put that one down. Uh, let's look at this. <laughs> one that I didn't do, um, price. We're going to go back to, um, coin market cap is where I look at it. Peppy coin. <laughs> So PeppyCoin is uh, a meme stock coin, um, and it, it trades rather crazy. Um, it's up at, let me see, this was less than a dollar at certain points. Um, let me see, I guess they, yeah, it's at 12 cents. Um, CoinGecko. PeppyCoin hit an all-time high. Now, I, I don't want you to think that this is a good investment. This is uh, 24 hours right there. Let's look at 14 days. Um, here's the price of Pepe coin to the U.S. dollar. It's less than a penny, I think. I, I, I am not an expert in crypto. I know that my cousin is trading the hell out of this one. I know that last week there was somebody, uh, or two weeks ago, who put $3,000 into this. They now have $3 million. <laughs> Uh, good luck in getting out of it. It is a huge um, uh, market cap. Uh, in the last 24 hours, 587%. Uh, or I'm sorry, in the last seven days, 587%. In the last seven days. So say you put $3,000 into uh, Pepe coin. That's now $15,000. <laughs> That's crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So, um, yeah, Peppy Coin, all-time high. Uh, er, there was a question about earnings whispers and on, on the private Facebook group. I think it was Rohan uh, said, hey, if you know how to do this, um, you know, I bring it up and I show it here a lot. Earningswhispers.com. I'm putting together kind of a PDF of, of websites and stuff. I'll probably sell it. On, honest to God, I might just sell it for like 20 bucks. It'll be where I learned stocks 
um, some videos that you can watch to learn some of the strategies that I know um, and, and some of these websites that I tend to use. And it's just links. It's, it's more information. But it's more about develop, developing a strategy. And Rohan's strategy is, is going to earnings whispers and, and understanding the companies uh, and what's reporting. Remember, typically uh, doing any kind of earnings um, strategy, uh, trading around earnings, it's gambling. Uh, no quote-unquote investor uh, trades around earnings. This is all 100% catalysts. And so if you want to take the catalyst, it's good. Something like Apple, I'll take Apple as an example. They report after the bell today. Uh, their earnings per share is expected to be $1.44, revenue at $92 billion. Earnings Whispers tells you this. Once they report, Earnings Whispers puts something over here. We can go to the beginning, uh, before the market. You can see Moderna was expected to lose $1.77. They made 19 cents. They were expected 1.18 billion. They made 1.86 billion. So it was a huge change. Now, when you go to Moderna stock, let's go over here to Moderna stock. They're up 2%. Why is earn are the earnings that good and they're only up 2%? Probably guidance. So earnings, this, this doesn't give you the whole picture. You have to understand the company. And so typically what I'll do is I will go over here, I will find a company that I like, like Apple, I will find their earnings date, and I will say, okay, what's the catalyst on this one? Where's it going? Is the product good? Is the management good? Blah, blah, blah. You can see, Apple is expected to actually decline in growth. Eh, not, you know, again, if they announce a huge buyback, there's a lot that could go up there. You look at Shopify. We went over Shopify already. They're up, what, 17%? Yeah, 17.8% at 54, 53. Um, you know, they, they pre-announced, it seems. So, uh, you know, could you played earnings whispers and said, ooh, Shopify is reporting. Ooh, Square is reporting. Ooh, Coin is uh, reporting. DraftKings is reporting. Look at the charts. We'll go and look at Coin. Uh, Coin has other issues. Remember, this is one that could be in a regulatory uh, issue phase because they that while they um they're the leading in cryptocurrency as far as exchanges they've said they might not want to be in the U.S. they may be moving offshore um, just because the U.S. refuses to regulate them and give them clarity so you've got this this descending it's got no confirmation would I bet on coin as far as earnings go no they're not making money you can see minus two forty six. You go over here to FinViz and you type in coin. So there's a strategy there. I, I, I think Rohan's strategy of going to earnings whispers, understanding it, uh, then going to uh, FinViz, understanding the company, understanding the products, understanding the risk. I think it's a good strategy. His strategy has worked out. But the PDF that I'm working on is developing a strategy. It's more about, hey, here's my strategy. Go and develop your own. You know, Square. Take a look at Square. They report after the bell. Um, it's called block. I got to continue to call it. They, they, you're out of it as far as the four hour algorithm goes. Am I putting more money into square? You got a gap up here. You're below the 200 day. I kind of expect them to, uh, you know, blow earnings again. You can see 42 cents per share, 22 cents per share. I use the cash app. I like it. It's one of my favorites, them and Venmo. So I have both, uh, 
um, uh, PayPal and Square. I own both stocks. I own Square. I'm not playing it around earnings. I just own it. So uh, that's a good strategy, but it is earningswhispers.com. You can just Google it. Go and use it yourself. Um, top, T-O-P. I'm going to switch you over here to Active Trader Pro. T-O-P, uh, this is a short squeeze. And we're going to look at a five-day chart here on Active Trader Pro. And you'll see this was the day it went crazy. Uh, this was the day it went up to $240. Uh, and we could probably, you know what? I'm going to drag this back. Um, we're going to take a look. This is the pre-market, or I'm sorry, aftermarket and pre-market where it hit 240. Then it kind of came down here to 60. It hit 240 again. And now it's just settling in. Well, it's got more of a rise. This is a traditional short squeeze. Yesterday, you traded between $53 and $93. Today, uh, in pre-market, it's at $91. So TOP, it's, it could be a rug pull if you decide to get in there. So get in there. Uh, use the 65-minute algorithm. If we go over here and we go TOP, and then I go to this 65-minute algorithm and I run this. Uh, and this is ignore the previous stuff until it got here crazy. It got you in at 685, okay, uh, here on April 26th on the 65-minute. All of a sudden, it gets you out here with a 952% 10 times. Say you put $1,000 into this. Um, all of a sudden, what's it? Hold on, where's my phone? Uh, let's see. Let's do this. What's 1,000 times 1,000%? 1, yeah, 10,000. So you went from 1,000 to $10,000. <laughs> and yeah, your boy is not good at math. So I had to use the, uh, the phone for that one. Thank you, Siri. Thank you, Apple. Um, yeah. So top, it just got you in at 78. Are we expecting it to go up from there? Well, if you got in at 78 on May 3rd, and all of a sudden now you're at 91, take your profit. Take your profit. Don't be greedy. The rug pulls are real. But top is one. It's in a short squeeze. Um, Dakota from the Facebook group wants me to look at Wix. Uh, and let me read Dakota's. Dakota says, I'm looking at Wix today. It appears oversold to me. Any opinion? Uh, Benzinga has a decent article, came out today on it. Uh, I'm in it 79, hoping to sell around 90, even though their optimistic figures put it around $100 per share. Hey, perfect. Dakota, I have an entry price. I have an exit price. Um, I think that it's there. Some Bazinga article puts it at 100. Rule number one, don't listen to anybody on the internet, even if they write an article. Here's what I see. Uh, I'm going to look at it on the four-hour algorithm. And four-hour algorithm, it has you out right now. Uh, it got you in at 89, uh, 88.91. Got you out with a 5% loss, and it's hugely down. Um, it is not quite... I mean, the RSI is at 22, so it is oversold, but you don't have confirmation. My only fear is that nine day down there. There's a reason this one goes down, and, and most likely it's news driven, but 
Take a look at the 50 days moving down. The 200 is still kind of flat. The 200's up at 87. I don't think that's a bad price target um, up there in the 90s. I think if you got in at 75 and you're looking at about 90, you're just looking to get back over the 200 day. Um, so from a chart perspective, I don't think that it's bad. I just think that you haven't, um, got, you don't have confirmation. And, and since you're not over the nine day, you have nothing short. Right now, they're not earning money. Uh, their income is they lose $424 uh, million. Uh, they have a $4 billion market cap. Um, cash per share, they have $18 per share available. Um, so if they're losing um, $3 per share, they probably have a couple of quarters left. But here, this is good. Uh, May 4th, Raymond James market outperformed $96 price target. The average price target is 107. So you're right. Year to date, they're down 1%. Over one year, they're down 5%. My question, you would you be, I, I, they're a website hosting company. I, I just particularly know that one. Um, but my question to you is, do you use them? Do you understand their business? If you don't, I would say, hey, be aware because again, the stock doesn't have confirmation. Using their business is a great uh, understanding how to do it. There's no insider trading. Um, it's a cloud-based platform that enables to create a website. Yeah, it's a website creator. Uh, creator, hoster, and they, they have platforms. Um, there's an investing.com article. Uh, Uber, stock burns rubber. Why Fiverr, Upwork, and Wix were all falling today. Here's a Motley Fool article. Uh, why they were falling. Let me read why Wix is falling. Um, usually they have this outline. Shares of Fiverr, Upwork, and Fix all fell. For the second day in a row, continued to respond to, oh, threat of chat GPT. That is true. Good, 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 good call by uh, Motley Fool on this one. So um, the Chegg guy came out. I saw the interview with Chegg. And he said the, 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 the fear of chat GPT is over, overhyped, but they particularly did attribute a decline in Chegg sales to ChatGPT. Now, it's a little bit different, but I think Wix is in that category. So I would be careful um, because I do think that the AI hype uh, could come for Wix, uh, just like that article says. Take a look at it. Understand why ChatGPT is a threat to that. Um, but I... I I wouldn't just buy it because it's down. I would be buying if you use the product, if you like the product. My guidance to you would be try and build a website on ChatGPT. It's easy. I got to tell you, it is so, so simple. So um, that's one, you know, Dakota, I hope you hit 100 on that one. Um, I'd just be worried about that one. Just because the RSI is at 22 and it is oversold. Uh, you have to use other things and, and mainly the macro of that one would scare me because if for some reason Wix is down because of chat GPT, um, their earnings are coming up or if they announce on May 16th, some type of slowdown, you could probably see this one fall more significantly. If we look at a long term on this one, look, you broke your ascending, your, your uh, ascending wedge. You're well under your 200-day. That's a weekly. If we go to a daily, uh, you're looking even weaker. So I'd be a little bit careful. Their earnings are coming up. 
here, here's the good news for you if you are gambling. Um, if you take your stop loss, I would probably, if you get down below, I would say 68, 67, that's a 10% down there. Uh, I would probably look, you know, maybe even at a 5% stop on that one. Um, but I would, if you're thinking that they're going to announce some type of good earnings, I'd trim at least half at the 5% loss just to kind of protect your capital a little bit. So I was online and I was on Finviz and I was on the front page and I was looking at insider buys. This was on live right before. And I was just looking and um, Franklin Resources, Enphase and uh, American Assets Trust, big insider buys. Um, Then I was looking down at the sales. Let's take a look at these. Uh, The first one is Ben, B-E-N. Uh, this is a financial company, Ben Franklin Resources, um, and their stock price is at twenty five fourteen. We can go over here to uh, TrendSpider and take a look at their uh, on the four hour algorithm. You're out. They just announced earnings. You're out. Doesn't look real super like great. It's like every other financial. Um, I wouldn't put a lot into this, but. Then you scroll down here, but the, let's see, the average target price is 24 and they're trading at 25. So you look at this. There was a $25 million buy by an affiliate just this week. Uh, the cost though, $10.14. So always take a look at that cost. They're trading at 25. If you offered me $25 million of shares in this company uh, for $10, of course, I'd buy it. So make take a look at that one. Uh, Enphase had a big buy. This is the second big buy. This is a solar company. They announced kind of slowdown in earnings, blah, blah, blah. It hasn't been good. And that's just because the past like four or five years have been fantastic. The PE is 45. It's not super high historically for this company. Um, They're down 41% year to date. Uh, its average target price is 265. It's trading for 155. Um, you go down here and you look at the buys, and you have 10 million dollars. At about 166, you have a VP buying half a million dollars at 156. 166 was the 10 million by uh, Thurman Rogers, who's a director in the company. I'm a big believer in this one. I think that it's just been beaten down. When we take a look at Enphase here, I'll show you from a long-term standpoint. You can see ever since their earnings, it's just been a, a nightmare. I mean, you were up at 219, you're at 155. Uh, you want to talk about uh, beaten down. Uh, Dakota, Wix, I, I would rather put my money in Enphase than Wix, just perfectly. Honestly, I, I, I'm a big believer in solar, so I'm probably a little naive in this one. Uh, from a Wix standpoint, but take a look at this. So this stock um, just, you know, what, three years ago, four years ago? Let's look at five years ago. Five years ago, it was $1.95. $2, let's just say $2. Let's say you put $10,000 into this at $2 a share. $10,000 is what? close to a million bucks now, 100,000, somewhere in that neighborhood. I don't know. I can't do the math. But at 155, you're button up all-time highs at about 360. 
Let's look at the, the, the range here. Uh, 128 is the 52-week low. 339 is the 52-week high. You're 54% off your 52-week high. So end phase, and, and that's a big insider buy. Uh, let's look at the other one that I wanted to look at is Airbnb. Because Airbnb, I, I don't know anybody who hasn't used Airbnb. I've used it many times. P is 42. It's expensive. Target price is 138. You're trading at 118. Well, your boy, Joseph Gebbia, who's a director, I think he's one of the founders. I don't know. He just sold $40 million of stock at 114. Doesn't put a lot of, uh, you know, um, confidence in me that this is a good product here or a good, you know, service that I think it's going to be run well. If he's selling that amount of money, he's, listen, he's probably putting a pool in his backyard. But yeah, Airbnb 113. Let's look at some scans. SPXU. Uh, this is one, a triple levered ultra pro, triple levered short of the S&P, buy in 13.42. Right now you're at 13.82. I've said we're in this trading range at 4.20. Uh, right now the S&P is at 40.90. So I don't think it's a bad thing to get a triple levered ETF if you think that we're going down. SPXU, it goes with uh, sell in May and go away. If you think that we're going short, SPXU is one. SDS, uh, let's look at SDS. This is a uh, ultra short S&P 500. Uh, this is 39.86. Remember, there's a bunch of these. This is just ones that I, I've traded. Hibs, H-I-B-S is one. Um, this is a uh, high beta bear three times. And this one is a secondary cross up here at 592. This one, you got a 540 and you're at 592. It's a secondary cross up. Uh, another... This is not a triple levered, but this might as well be a triple levered bear. Zoom. Zoom, your earnings are coming up. They're coming up on May 22nd. And Zoom has a cross up here at 61.43. We talk about confirmation. See that green line? That's the nine-day EMA. The confirmation is typically over that. When you get stuff like this, Zoom is still expensive. I mean, make no mistake about it. This is a company that was a $400 stock. Um, their P forward PE is 13. They make an income of $103 million. They have a $17 billion market cap down 10% year to date. This is a company with lost direction. I don't believe in it. It's a cross up. Zoom is one. If you want to buy it, ETH is the final one. Um, this is the grayscale, Bit, uh, Bitcoin, not grayscale Ethereum trust $9 and eight cents. Uh, right now, it's trading at $9.14. So $9.08 is the buy-in. Um, yeah. There's your scans. I will be back tomorrow uh, with a, a recap. Uh, my apologies for yesterday. I thought my flight was at 4 o'clock, but it wound up being at 11 o'clock in the morning. And if you know Atlanta Airport, you know I had to get there like three hours early. Uh, sponsors, visible. If you're paying more than $30 a month for your phone bill, uh, there's a link down below. Uh, if you have an eSIM, you can try it. The link down below saves you $20 off your first month. Um, there, I think they still have a $5 a month discount. So it's like 25 bucks a month. That's what I'm currently paying and it's ongoing. Um, but $25 a month, 
$20 saves you off your first month, it's $5. If you have eSIM, just try it out. It makes no sense not to try it out. Get an eSIM, get a new number. Then if you like it, just transfer your number over. So nice. Uh, if you're, again, if you're paying uh, more than $20 a month. Uh, and everybody on YouTube, I will look at your stocks in a second. Uh, next sponsor, TrendSpider. You see it on the screen. I mean, you know, if you listen to my podcast, if you, this is the first time you, this is TrendSpider. It shows, my algorithm shows you entries, shows you exits, shows you performance. This particular ETHE, it loses you 42%, the algorithm does. But you know what? If you just bought and held the stock over two years, you're losing 75%. So it, on an upward trending stock like Apple, um, you know, on a bear, on a bull stock, uh, over two years, you've made 30% on Apple. But if you used my algorithm, you made 45%. So this is TrendSpider. It is, the, the link is down below. DSP25, I give you access to my four-hour algorithm. I give you access to my 65-minute, which is a day trading algorithm. Um, I also give you uh, access to watch lists, uh, market scanners, everything that I have, you'll have. Your screen will look exactly like mine if you set it up that way. You could even do your own. Trust me. Uh, TrendSpider, once you get into it, you develop your own strategies. Okay, I will see you guys tomorrow. Have a great one.